we would all get together, have a meeting, go get some paint, and go bombing, and then end up at the show. You know what I'm saying? The Killer Killer Podcast. KillerKillerOfficial.com THTC, the UK's leading ethical streetwear label. Organically grown and ethically built garments from hemp, organic cotton, and other sustainable materials. 2019 is their 20th anniversary year. Join me with THTC as a Killer Killer podcast sponsor celebrating music, social activism, hemp, and street culture. THTC, eco-fashion redefined since 101.4fm24hoursadayallgenres.co.uk I'm sweating like a, an old people's home in here because uh, I've just done an amazing studio session, an unannounced studio session with my boys, Warren Ray, down set inside the place. How are we, gentlemen? I'm doing good. Very good, thank you. Some good shit, thank you so much for having me being here. Big shout out to Graffiti Kings Inside the Place. Um, big shout out to Phil, Phil Leeds, man, for hooking this up. <laughs> My New York people word. <laughs> New York people's inside the house. Yeah, hold tight. How are we, boys? What's been going on? I mean, like, we're in the, we're in the, 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 the Goldilocks, the, 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 the hub here. We're in the, we're in the lab. What's, what's been going on in there at the moment? Yeah, this is, uh, we're in Granada Hills. Uh-huh. It's uh, 818 territory san fernando valley north la and um we just we wanted to uh start demoing pre-production uh and we got our our homie nick jet from terror and uh, andrew klein from strife they're in there right now working um we just uh we're trying to finish up a track and our homie right here killer Kala, came in and dropped some b-box uh for the intro and it's gonna be some pretty cool um, uh, beats that are that we're gonna we're gonna mess with and and try to hybrid and and put together. And, but we're we're in pre-production now for um, we're just trying to write songs for this upcoming album number six for mm-hmm. Downset. Number six, yeah, two twenty. Crazy year two twenty, and yeah, and you know this is our fifth day here, and and we're banging out a couple songs, you know, just idea tracks, and we put them together really quick. And at the end of the day, we come out with two songs and. It's been really good. This is our fifth day. We have about eight tracks, ten tracks, something like that. We have, wow. we have three or four with vocals, and this this just happened in the last month. And you know, Ray Ray and I just got back together, and we started hanging out again, and and, and doing homie things, and started talking about music. And then the idea of Downset came out, and this was just an idea that started a couple months ago, and we've already sprung it out this far, and and we're just gonna put it together and, and do album number six, however wow. long it takes. You know, and you know we we got special guys like like yourself coming in and dropping things and you know dropping whatever you know you have to offer. We're gonna have Carl from First Blood play bass for us, and um, you know we're gonna have a lot of cool things happening. Bobby Blood's gonna play drums for us, and you know we have some shows coming up. We, we're planning on doing this, you know, full hundred percent, and uh, and and 
just try to do the best album that we could possibly do. There must be like this real feeling, like when the likes of me that's, you know, come from another country, roll through on request, wanting to have a chat with you guys, because like, we'll get into some deep shit, right? But they're, th these guys are like, they're, they, they are the originals. They are the original dudes that have, you know, they created, they, they created the foundations of what became uh, the, the, that, the, the genre of uh, the, the dog eat dogs meets the um, Panteras meets the Rage Against the Machines. I mean, you say these now, you say Rage Against the Machine, you, you almost certainly do. Like, there's a close association, particularly at the time. It must be crazy to come full cycle and you're in the situation and you get some new energy, some new things, and it just feels like synergy. It feels like so natural that it's happening, right? Yeah, uh, definitely at this point, we're definitely uh, following. Uh, my my whole approach to this whole record is practical qualities, just uh, with heavy music and hip hop. You know, I've been listening to a lot of uh, Slayer, a lot of Hatebreed, and uh, mm -hmm. you know, with hip hop, I, I've pretty much been listening to like Wu Tang mm -hmm. and stuff like that. And uh, so, we're just trying to hybrid unique qualities that we have to offer at this point. We have so much experience with the style that, uh, you know, it's going to be really interesting to see where the transition is. And like Ro was saying, like we're, we're in pre-production right now mm. and we're initially touching the essential qualities of the release. And we, it's like we can already see what this is going to turn into, man. Mm -hmm. It's just going to be, uh, it's just going to be, uh, really hybrid uh, quality 2020, 2023. Mm. And there's something really, uh, uh, it's like a new kind of confidence. Like when I've seen you guys in there, like, and you were explaining, Roy, like the, the, the circumstances in which you were, you know, when we started off, you're like, yeah, we're just trying this out. You know, there's no pressure we're doing. Like, Dude, it just felt like, in there is like, yo, to, to, for me to jump in in it, I'm like, yeah, because their vibe was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, you guys want it, on it. it. It's it's taken a long time to create vibes this way, mm. and, and the reason why I think today it's been you know, and, and these sessions have been coming a lot more natural and and easy is because we're not we're, right now we're we're not on any labels. Mm. We're doing we're paying for all this ourselves, so there is no time clock. We're not looking at a at a clock. I mean, eventually, yet there's there's time that you have to pay, but for a time clock with a release or uh, a label, you yeah. know, you know, it's, it's different. We're, we're, it's like when we first created Downset, we did it with no pressure and we did it at our time and we did it because, because we're having fun. Yeah. So we want, and it just felt, it just feels like that now again, um, because you know, we're, we're, we're doing it at our pace you know and and then so yeah. anybody you know it's a big collaboration because we all need we need help you know it's we need help with a lot of people when it's writing whether it's you know putting together an album and the logistics of things um so you know i have buddies that you know are, are coming over and, and and doing their thing and as far as like dropping you know you know drum beats or guitars or like yourself and want to create an environment that's when people walk in they don't feel that that stress energy and everybody's like, you know, you know mm. have, looking sideways and, you know, it, it's just, you know, everybody can be free to do what they want. And that's what the, mm. the environment that we're trying to create yeah. is to, you know, when people come in and sit down, they can, 
they can express whatever their ideas and we're going to listen to it and try it and then hear it listen to it and then give our opinion instead of you know mm-hmm. or that's just what i it's it's taken a long time to get to this point and yeah um i guess out of you know the albums that we've you know experienced and we've experienced different types of albums and creating in different environments and yeah. so you know i it, i think it's after doing this for a while now i think it's it's we've created that kind of lax atmosphere. Yeah, for real. Um, Ray, like, with with regards to the history of the band, because, you know, with the with the hiatus that you guys had, um, there'd be many people that are watching this now, listening to it, that are not familiar with the journey that you guys took. So, I mean, I remember it. Do you know what I mean? But I, even me, I was, like, I was conduit to MTV of the time, you know? Um, so... Explain a little bit about the journey pre, well, pre-96, I guess, 94, 96, right? Pretty much the downset is from the streets, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You know, I've been doing graffiti since about 1982, and early at that period of time, I was also into punk rock. So I was able to be there at a period of time when I was like a little kid, like a boy, like rolling out in like Hollywood, the Valley... South Central, and it had a lot, a lot to do with my, uh, with my history with with the hip hop movement and the and the punk rock movement in Los Angeles. Which so, is like one and the same. It, the energy is the same, right? Well, at, back then it wasn't. Back okay. then it was completely separate. Really? Okay. Yeah, and that's to come. That's to come. I gave the effort. That part of my my journey, it was to hybrid, to hybrid because when you went to a punk show. Mm. Like, my homie escaped from CBS. Like, when he went to a punk show, there was pretty much, like, punk rock fools, like, maybe a couple of people that were graffiti writer, mm-hmm. but it, it, they, they, they were, like, punk rock. Punk rock is a separate movement, oh. and hip-hop is a separate movement. So that's that's a part of the movement in uh, uh, the journey you're talking about. So about that period of time, what happened is that I started hybriding just my life my lifestyle uh-huh. like what we we would do is we would go we'd have meetings with the crew and then we'd go uh and then you know suicidal tendencies di seven seconds uh beowulf uh youth of today bad religion whoever was playing at that period of time mm-hmm. we would all get together have a meeting go get some paint and go bombing and then end up at the show so sick. You know what I'm saying? This was happening, sick. dude. This was happening between like 1985 and 87. What? So, so, so. What did that, you just write? So, 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 so that at that period of time, that is how this whole thing with Downton developed. It Can you give away your, your name back then, your graph name? No, uh, I'm shot one from UTI. I got nothing to hide. Okay, dope. dope. You know, the, the, the DA and whoever can try to slap a case against me, I'm, I'm yeah, you know, yeah, you know yeah, it yeah. doesn't even matter. Yeah, yeah, dope, dope, dope. As you were, sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm a fucking graph fan, as a lot of these guys know. I, I do, the predominantly graph is on is all about this. So, so, so uh, you know, when, you, when you're asking me to describe the journey, that's pretty much where it uh, started to develop, yeah. which was like, and with me, just because of who I was, I was able to touch base because there were people who wanted things separate, but there were also people who wanted to hybrid things, like people who were involved with skateboarding, people who were going to punk shows, people who were, who were involved with the hip-hop movement. Mm. Just with me and myself, I was able to gra- gravitate towards like 
all kinds of different people at that period of time. And nobody was getting down like that. There was mm. a couple of people in Los Angeles who were who were really, really there and really involved. Like when I mean involved, I'm not just talking about going to a show. Mm. I'm talking about making the shows, doing the shows, uh, you know, you know, going and getting your paint, going to the yards, yeah. rocking the bus lines yeah. and, and rocking the MTA and do doing what we were doing at an early period of time. So the most initially the most significant time was probably between eighty six and eighty nine. Like here in Los Angeles, it was just like it, I see I seen it happening way way before a lot of people did. Really, really, yeah, for sure. So your 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 ear and eyes were on the ground like at a super early age, and 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 like you were saying, there wasn't an association. So was there an association with hip hop within the graph, or was it like a separate movement? Did it feel like anyone could be involved? Like you're talking about punk and stuff, and well, well, well for us, we didn't care, dude. If you were, if you had the, if you had the. Uh, if you wanted to go paint, yeah. if you wanted to go skating, if you you know you wanted to go to a hardcore show, if you wanted to go DJ, like whatever, whoever was willing to take mm -hmm. the time to accumulate the resources so that we can produce the actual work and yeah. artwork, mm -hmm. like yeah. those were the people that we were getting. That's down incredible. With. I love the fact. Yeah, yeah, it's became an uh, because people people talk all day, but unless you're willing to go to the yards and paint, yeah, unless you're willing to go rock the buses, unless you're willing to to like with Roy, it's like to see him accumulate resources and you know maximize the potentiality for any 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 uh project itself yeah. yeah like that's what it requires you have to be out here you have to be yeah. out here putting things together and taking the time and it, because you believe in the culture man yeah, yeah, you yeah, believe yeah, in yeah. The, the science of hip-hop hardcore whatever you want to call it like you know it, 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 it's just a science man if you're going to take the time to really accumulate mm. the resources and make this happen, that's what it requires. Hundred percent. With you guys, is there is there a uh, so there is a d dynamic in which you guys work? So are you? Would, would you say you're more of the uh, constructor, uh, the, the the constructor of, of this side of the downset movement at, at, at that time and onwards? Um, <clears throat> when we first started this band, it was just. Ray and I with an idea. Yeah. Ray had the idea that he wanted to hard rap over some heavy riffs. And at the time, I was just really into, like, uh, you know, Black Sabbath and Judas Priest. Yeah. And then, like, you know, like, you know, sick of it all. Yeah. And and, and then when he told me that, I was like, okay, I think I can, try, you know, I, I wasn't, and then Body Count was around. And so at that time, it was just, you know, it was, it was me trying to figure out how am I going to get this together. And back in those days, and that was in 1990, mm. 91, when he was when he came up with the ideas. I want to rap on some heavy riffs. And I'm thinking, okay, how am I going to put this together? And it was just putting my mind together. And so we had another band called Social Justice, called Chris Lee, the drummer, and I said, hey, you know, he was also a graffiti artist, and he was into hip-hop, punk, hardcore. Mm. Um, I think a lot of the things that gelled everybody together in those scenes was because everybody were to do it themselves yeah. DIY yeah, it yeah. was DIY so I think yeah. a lot of people like a lot of the punk rockers and the graffiti artists and the hip hoppers had that common ground to meet yeah. and a lot, you know because you know I know the punk rockers they love to do a lot of murals and then you know yeah, kind of dog town it, it shit it was right? all kinds of yeah, yeah. so but uh, to the, the way I I felt that I brought it together in the beginning was just bringing the drummer aboard and then he started with some beats on a, on a four track and at those days we had an Alesis and a four track rolling 
Classic shit. And, you know, <laughs> and that's how it started. These days, you know, after I've, now I've been, I've been in a, in a good 20 bands, and this is my 77th album. I think. Wow. And so Fuck. after doing all those, after putting together all those types of projects, I've learned how to quickly, uh, you know, put together my resources and, and uh, all the, the contacts and, and and the people that I've met. And, and you know, I've nurtured my, my contacts and throughout the years. And, and you know, I, I've just had, you know, a lot of people that have my back and, help me out and I you know I sometimes you have to call for your favors and mm. this is one of those cases where you know I, we don't have all the money in the world to be in here every day to do pre-production but you know I would you know Ray has a lot of contacts too you know growing up you know doing mm. the, the downset albums all the touring that we've done and different bands we, you know we have you know our friends mostly that we've met that that we've brought up that we were brought up with together mm. are still around like andrew mm -hmm. um you know and and he you know he'll always help us out or help him out whenever he needs something with his band you know or mm. recordings and so i gotten good at it throughout the years i had to i had to learn how or else i'd be wasting my money and yeah. you know so yeah so that's i would say around now you know we just we're just putting our resources together ray and i mm -hmm. and basically it's you know that's how you came aboard from, yeah you know ray you know with ray and you know philip leeds a homie yeah yeah new york you know, yeah. new york new york new york people it's like that's a that's a that's an area of the world which is not going down in price right now <laughs> you know what i mean it's like up. it's going up bro um i always admire a, a, a true uh, a, a true like originator that still creates within the space that he was he he came up in, because these these areas you know they gentrify they they uh, you know it, it can make you feel um, uh, disenfranchised, especially from a creative's point of view, right? Yeah, for sure. um, you guys must have seen a lot of this come through in ebbs and flows, New York wise, right? And well, LA, well, LA the, more so. You know, yeah. uh, you know what goes on in New York is, you know, in New York. Uh, you know, I'm not from New York. I'm from yeah, Los that's Angeles. Right, yeah, that's right, yeah. But you know, I have a lot of friends and uh, you know, family people I consider family. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, gentrification is uh, a pretty substantial political, uh, a contemporary political concern of uh, of a lot of people, and we've seen its effects on the society, et cetera. Yeah. And he, even here in, in in Los Angeles, the same thing's happening. But whatever the political or social circumstances are of the era, you know, it's not going to stop what we're doing here. <laughs> so you know, true. Whether, so whether, true. Whether billionaires are moving into East L.A. You got fucked. Or, or yeah. Pacoima or, you know, or wherever, it doesn't matter, dude. Mm. We're still going to be kicking science. Yeah. And we're going to still keep on rocking mics. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you know. Even if even when you see all of the stuff that's going on, even in a place like Brixton, mm. you know what I'm saying? It's just like it, it, it's not going to stop London from representing for the culture. Yeah, yeah. It's People true. are going to keep on rocking, bro. If you really believe in it, you're just going to keep it riding. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. And also, like you were saying about people um, galvanizing to a project, um, uh, maybe not so much as back in the day, but I love the fact that uh, creatives, they come together. You know what I mean? Back in the day, um, and I can only talk as far as my back of the day, you understand, like, it was not a spectator sport. This shit was, you get involved. It's an athleticism in this. You know, be the best. 
Be the best beatboxer. Be the best DJ. Be the best. Jump and grab your shit. You know. Uh, do you think that still exists? Do you think that still exists in 2020? In the same yeah, way? for sure. Yeah. You know, I run with a crew called UTI. Dude, we've been together since 1986, and no matter what what happens, is uh, we're still like I told you. Mm. It's like we're still kicking science. We don't bite. We don't jock nobody. We respect people, but. If you're really dedicated to the craft that you're involved in, mm. like you know what I'm saying, there's my peace book. I'm still burning in my peace books. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Can I'm we just uh, can we maybe? Just, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just for the for the for the heads for the visual heads. Yeah, straight up, no fucking about. Look, you know we're st we're still out here. We're painting. Still out here. Still out here. You know, huh? We're still out here. Come so, on. So so, uh, you know what you're saying. About 2020, 2020 is just another year, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Still reffing. You know what I'm saying? 2020 is just another year. And mm -hmm. and the thing about hardcore and the thing about hip-hop is that in the most remote places in the society, yeah. people are still, still getting down. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I've seen a lot of growth in Asia, like Thailand... Crazy. Malaysia, yeah, yeah, Indonesia, and see those the breaking going on in there. Yeah, and, and those areas. So, so you know what I'm saying. It's no. like so, so, so whether it's 2020 or 2030, it doesn't matter. If you're really dedicated to the culture, mm -hmm. it's going to keep you know developing, and, mm -hmm. and that's the most important thing. Like my my uh, one of my initial uh, qualities entering writing this record mm -hmm. is keeping the downset signature but also trying to develop in hybrid yeah. like with the beatbox idea mm. that i had you know i really wanted to to, to hybrid that mm. with 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 some dope really heavy dark rhythmic music yeah. you know so so whether it's 2020 or whatever we're just going to keep it you know keep it going yeah. you know my crew we're still having meetings we're still painting we're still uh on all formats and level, we're still getting down. It, still active, yeah. still on it. You have to be, man. If you have any integrity for the culture, your crew, the yeah. heritage of, of of what it is that you've done in the past, you're going to keep it going. Why are you going to stop, you know? Yeah. Bro. Because even if you retire, Ugh. even if you throw in the towel, yeah. you know, it's going to keep on going anyways. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. And you're going to say to yourself, wow, why did I stop? Imagine, you know what I mean? You only know as far as you come until you stop, right? You just got to keep going. But that's the most inspiring shit I think I've heard on Triple already. You know, the, the fact that, that that plays all these years on. You still... Some people get really caught up. And we're all... Excuse, we, we'll, we'll all go through this. The, the whole idea of, like, idealisms and after so many years, the expectations of what peers around you have and what you're what you want out of life it's so charming to hear somebody two people that just have one desire and that is just to compete and just to be the best in the scene in the culture that's that shit is so sick you know what i mean thank you man yeah it's true anyway yeah i'm just picking it up now but yeah let's go back let's go back because right okay so era era on right what happened between that that period between the 94, 96 up till now, why, why, the, why the disappearance? Why the separation? What, what went on with Downset? This is a big question, isn't it? This uh, is, this is... Uh, after Check Your People, um, uh, there was just a hiatus. Um, I just remember there was, uh, for a little while, there was a hiatus, and then we got back together to do another album, and then things didn't work out for me at the time okay for what, what was happening 
but they went on and did a really good album. Um, it's called uh, it's a Universal, and then there's uh, the next one they did was One Blood. Right, right. And so at you know, they uh, they kept on the the downset you know tradition and you know the saga you want to call it. And, mm-hmm. um, I did other bands, and I've been I went I've been in, always been producing other bands and um, you know trying other things and and um, you know some things just come full circle and this circle was a long one you know mm-hmm. but we, we're back here again and um, uh, we had an idea of getting together with all the original members of, of the first album mm-hmm. um, so Ray and, asked, Ray and I asked and reached out to them and they just some two of the guys just couldn't do it they just couldn't do it and one guy lives really far and and mm. it just some 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 albums guys can't do it, mm. and it doesn't mean that they're not going to be back on the next album, mm. because we're going to always invite the original guys. Mm. If they want to come back, they could jump aboard, you know. <laughs> so um, I think in between all those all those years, it, there was, uh, uh, you know, it's just you know you we're like like Ray said we're you know we grew up in in the East Valley. Um, Pretty much, it's you know in those days it was hard to get any type of financial help for for bands and especially where we came from. Mm-hmm. And um, we got you know I think it was a matter, it was a combination of luck and and what we, what we were doing we were just really hungry to do something that we loved mm-hmm. and caught the attention of a major label and then we, once we sign on a major label and then we sign a publishing deal with an, with another you know another major. And so these things, uh, they they turn they turn the whole uh, you know whatever you're doing they turn it into a different avenue and then mm-hmm. all of a sudden you have a, just you have to become a businessman and so something that we were not really prepared to do I think at the time because we, we were just you know we we're just young kids yeah I was gonna 18, say is that, that's an age and, thing right yeah and so. We learned through those albums. We learned through those years, and um, we 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 come to terms with certain things, and, and we're still coming to terms with certain things in the past. And we're you know we have to to forgive and to move forward and to progress is you know is one thing I think you know as a man that you gotta you know come to terms with and and know that you can't change you know things in the past or and there was a lot of really good things and there was some not so so but you know we can always build for the future and then come to terms out you know learn to forgive and and then have empathy and compassion to, with people's situations because a lot yeah. of it we didn't know what was going on and their and our family households while we we're going through this it was a new experience so we learned we were just learning and we're still learning in those years you know it's just this is what we were able to spit out. This is what it's become. This is what mm. we were able to do, mm. and it's hard. It's hard to do it, and we're we're you know we take risks and challenges, and we love the challenges, and I love to compete, and and you know not I don't necessarily do it with my music. I do it. I do the music to really to you know. For, for myself I do it for myself it's a soundtrack to the com- is, competition you know. of what you're you yeah know. so I gotta yeah. make sure I'm happy with my, my own stuff if mm. I'm not happy with my own stuff then who I don't know if, you know I don't think mm. it will reflect on everyone else doesn't translate to the yeah, you, and so, that's the last thing you want yeah, right? so if I if we love it you know mm. that's when we wanna you know 
So that's where we're doing something that we've always loved right now, and and it, and it you know, has vibe. That, that's what it's it's come out to, you know, from the, the yeah. years that when we first started this. Yeah, yeah. Do you like <clears throat> with with punk and you know? Because I find this, I find it, you know. You know, when you're in the arena of the studio, it's like there's a self-challenge and there's an aggression and there's a thing that synergy locks into for a moment. When you're coming up um, in a band and you're young and you're going through those stages, um, those anxieties and those things that may have seen the family environment unstable or the friendship within the band unstable, do you feel like a lot of that translation into punk or into rap actually has a real positive effect like all that anger and like attack it's part of the essence right oh uh, you know uh you know it's it, it, music and being involved with the music industry uh is just another you know quality in human society so uh <laughs> you know people are involved with different industries there's different uh you know there's different uh scenarios for different businesses and you know uh with you know with hip-hop and punk rock or hardcore whatever you want it to call it mm. it's just you know people are you know once you take all those labels away from yeah you right. know away from yourself you're a person you're involved with your own decisions to be involved with that industry uh -huh. and you have to uh you have to uh do your best in your involvement there mm. and uh you know that's the probably the best way i can answer your question man if you're there you're involved in anything whether you play baseball whether you know you're a banker whether you know whatever it is that you're doing mm. just you know uh, you know insert the best quality uh, in effort to that because you know it's you're representing yourself yeah that's right Attack, attack, isn't it? I gotta wrap it up. Go, go get it, yeah. You guys can finish it. Yeah, man. You guys finish it. Finish it. Yeah, no worries. I gotta, I gotta go out of town. Oh, you got out of town? Nick has a show tomorrow. Nick's band, Terror, they're playing Vegas. So my girl and I want to get a beat out and, you know, make it, get there tonight and then go to the show and then come back home and then Bro, you go get it. I got it. You go get it. Thank you very much. pleasure. Roy, top boy. Beatboxing and, you know, there's some, some mad skills you got there. And, and oh, no problem, come bro. back anytime and do it again. It'll be a fucking pleasure. You guys fucking kick ass, man. If you're outside looking in, make some noise for our kid Roy, all right? There, yeah, there it is. There it is. <laughs> nice one. Cheers, Roy. We'll shout out cable around about that. It's all low this year, you know. Um, but I mean, yeah. I mean, dude, like the contribution between the two of you is, is pretty uh, uncanny. Uh, I, I really love the fact that you've both come out of, 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 of another side. And uh, it, I, there's just a level of acknowledgement. You guys know what you're doing now. It's just like a different take on what you probably had before, right? Uh, you know, I think that, that me and Roy just uh, are able to, to, uh, to project the... Uh, practical qualities of downset we we're really uh we understand what downset is what is necessary i think every member who's been a member of downset has had that uh that instinct and that quality that's mm -hmm. what you know hybriding all the ideas that is what has created the downset uh brand and style mm. you know we we made our own stuff before 
before you know a lot of people uh you know grabs hold of it yeah yeah we're, we're we're the originators of our own style that's for sure yeah i mean when i think it you know when i, I put like i said earlier i put the same uh but different it, it is suicidal yeah and when you said yeah when you said um body count you know I was like yeah man like and there is a cycle that's happening i mean body counts new shit is like fire you know what I mean? And, uh, yeah, there just seems to be, like, this huge, empty hole of opportunity, isn't there, like, at the moment? 90s, you know? Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know what's... I'm not really connected to, like, too much of the contemporary composition of music and, you know, whatever's going on these days. I just do my own thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I'm all about my crew. I'm all about my family. You know, I'm all about downset, and that's where I'm focused on. I was listening to some Body Count last night. I uh, hadn't heard their material for a while, and I was just like, you know, you know, Ice T is definitely, you know, he's just dropping it uh, really dope. Yeah, he's coming. They're coming hard, and the production, and and here's the other thing as well. Like in terms of, uh, in terms of the production, like taking one step forward into the disciplines that are going on in production, but still trying to retain your sound. So it is like a, it is like a future Ford version. Has that been a challenge in, in, at the moment? For us, I think for Downset, uh, it, it kind of comes down to a couple of essential qualities. Number one is uh, like the hooks, the choruses. You know, if you think about like ritual, Empower, anger, you know, falling off. Like, the quality of the chorus and the intro hooks and the outro hooks. Like, that's always been a a quality that Downside Design had to offer. And then, you know, with the guitar sound, that has a lot to do with it, too. Like, Roy, Eris, and other people that have been involved with the band, they have, like, masked. I've seen what these guys have developed and done. These guys know their instruments. They know the all the equipment they're working with. Mm. These guys have developed a pretty solid uh, downset sound. So when it comes to like studio work, you know, the, the guitars and the the hybriding of the the quality of the music and you know the the choruses and all that. That's what really matters to me. That's where I focus on the most. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, I do feel like a lot of that is missing um, in modern music today. And I know that makes me sound old, but uh, a lot of even like my younger friends, they will revert back to uh, an 80s and 90s sound or at least songwriting. And I don't know how much that influences them, but they always seem to go back to it as if like that was the the, the authenticity was there and it, it wasn't just like an eight bar loop of beat. It was... You know, there was more substance to it. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know, you know people gravitate to certain eras because of, uh, I guess they can appreciate certain qualities in that era. Mm. You know, you know, when I think about Marvin Gaye, yeah, yeah. you know, Martha and the Vandellas, like, you know, it's like Motown. That was my era. That was the stuff that I really uh, grew up on. You know, being a Chicano from Los Angeles, like all the homies... All the homies from the neighborhood, that's all we listen to. We listen to oldies, 
And before then, you know, we started listening to hip hop and stuff like that. But that happened like in the early and mid 80s. Mm-hmm. But before that, we were listening to, to just pretty much Motown and soul, mm-hmm. you know. So there's qualities that that era has to offer and that, you know, that are different from now. Not that R&B and black music is not the same right now. But, you know, there was a, a certain vibe and quality from that era that, mm. that so, you know, reaching back and, yeah. you know, uh, absorbing certain qualities from a different era, that's normal. Yeah, you I know? think that, that is normal, isn't it? It's, that's what... That's what young people do as, as much as older people. I think people, I don't. I don't see. I, I hear yeah. people. I hear people talking about like the eighties and nineties all the time. Yeah. And to me, like I'm going back to like in my own roots. I, I go back all the way to like the sixties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, old By oldies. Default, yeah, yeah, for sure. Because that's what my parents listened to. Yeah, yeah. And it's strange how that because that's the same with my pops. My my dad. He he got into some Led Zeppelin. Um, he got into some um, oh, uh, free. And the, you know, my mum was into like Michael Jackson and Barry White and things like that. Yes, yeah, so, so so am I. Yeah, yeah, right. So like when you like the off the wall records, like one of my favorite yeah, records of all time. Yeah. Cra- crazy, crazy, and like I wouldn't have said that when I was sixteen. All I wanted was like all I wanted was like heavy hip hop, mostly New York like heavy hip hop. But now, as you uh, as I've matured, I see things in a very different the composition to songs in a very different way. Um, and often I feel like uh, maybe hip hip hop doesn't do it for me in the same way as other genres do. As I've got older, it, maybe it's just I've, I've eaten a lot of that pie. You know what I mean? The, the, the last real, you know, the last real hip hop uh, that that I was, you know, ever really interested in was Wu Tang. Yeah. And while I, you know, during the early '90s, what happened is a lot of people at that period of time, like I was working with Def Jam. And, uh, you know, a lot of people who were involved with New York, we kind of merged from L.A. to New York. Mm. And I started getting like a hands on observation of what, you know, Philip is like a was a part of that. And, you know, I started to really get a close up look on New York hip hop and New York rap. And it was fascinating to me because it was from the streets. And so am I, you know, and. you know, the last real group that I really got into was just like Wu Tang because mm. uh, you know it's just appealing to me. Yeah, and uh, Jay Z too, man. I got to give it up for Jay Z. Uh-huh. I think that 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 uh, you know it, it's just he's just he's a dope MC, man. His his styles are deaf. I uh, you know, like I have an appreciation for black music, mm-hmm. and uh, not that Jay Z only appeals to black people, but like listening to like going back to like Marvin Gaye going back to the 70s with Bob Marley uh those qualities in black music to me uh like I, I feel and when I hear like Wu-Tang and and Jay-Z yeah. like I, I can feel that in their stuff 100% the identity within their sounds I mean I remember when Jay-Z first came I was like what are you gonna do you gonna three you gonna do you know I mean he was doing the whole thing you know which was kind of the flavor of the day you know with the Dars effects and whatnot of the world but he just had that high-pitched kind of different voice that really cut through and then all of a sudden it just yeah it's an identity isn't it and sometimes I know. I mean, this is where you know age comes into play. I think, but we 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 lose um, sight. Well, I do anyway. Sometimes lose sight of what um, is identifiable about individual acts. I mean, there's Post Malones and there's Trippy Reds and the JPEG Mafias and Horrors and that. But uh, 
there's a lot of other copycats that, that you lose vision for. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, you know, actually, I don't know what you mean because it's like, like out of the names you just said, like <laughs> yeah. the uh, the, yeah. the only one that I've heard of is Post Malone. Yeah, okay, like, okay, right. People, people have been giving me that material, and I've listened to it. Mm. Uh, I, you know, it's good stuff. You know, uh, I'm not I'm not hating on anybody's stuff. Yeah, uh, yeah I get it, you. It's just you know what I'm saying. It's just. You know. I tell you what, I tell you who, who if, if from, my, from my humblest opinion, what I think you would fuck with, I think out of all the, all the acts, I would say maybe JPEG, JPEG Mafia um, Horror, which is H09909, they got this kind of punk hybrid thing going on, and Bob Villain as well from England. You like that's just on a, on a, on a, on a side note, but uh, yeah, because uh, and that's why again I can't help but feel like it's it's yeah it, it's your time. Do you know what I mean it's 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 your time to, to just blow and do 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 these new things again? That do you know what I mean? Yeah, right now it's it could, it, it, for people who appreciate and like Downset and want to hear Downset records. I've been it's like like when you were talking about the hiatus period. Like downside is something is never going to go away for me. It's it's a part of my life. Mm. People want to hear material, and uh, this new era in downside is definitely. We're in the studio. It's dope, bro. I've heard it. I just heard the, uh, the ideas alone. I'm just like, yo, this is like, this is some contender shit. That's <laughs> what I'm talking about. All right, so Kella, man. Yeah, thanks we have a to. lot. You, you're out, and you got things to do. You're a busy boy today, right? So uh, I want to give a uh, big ups to my people from New York, from New York City, Philip Leeds. Mm -hmm. Thank you very much for being there for us, offering support. Thanks a lot to Kella today, mm, bro. Absolutely, man, for coming crazy. out all the way to L.A., man. Yeah, oh, In London, you know, to you know, to L.A. To, it, in order to do podcasts, bands. In order to keep rocking, in order to keep painting, mm. you have to be dedicated. This is a sign of dedication. Mm. Peace. Enough respect. You know what it is. Killer Keller podcast, live and direct. Big shout out to Phil. Big shout out to all crew. And can we just take take one quick look at this this fucking... God damn it. Look, lift that right up so the kids can see, man. Look at the fucking styles on this. Styles for days. If you ain't listening, if you ain't watching, you're listening. You get on this video right now and check out some of the heaviest shit. Right about now, some fucking style refinements going on. Yeah, I mean, we're, we're out here. UTI crew, Los Angeles, West Coast. Hold tight. Killer Killer Podcast. Stay lucky. Take care of yourselves. Nice. Peace. Peace.